Welcome, everybody, to the Across the Sky podcast, our Lee Enterprises national weather podcast for you. As we do every week, we have our all-star cast of meteorologists, except for one who's coming soon. Uh, all across the country, we have Matt Hollander in the Midwest. We have Kirsten Lang in Tulsa. Sean Sublet should be joining us for the second half of this podcast. I'll uh, toss it over to Matt right now. Matt, how was uh, Memorial Day weekend for you? It was good. I uh, spent the weekend, uh, you know, exploring more of the Midwest. You know, the great thing about being in Chicago is it's not too far away from a lot of other Midwestern cities. So uh, for Memorial Day weekend, I headed down to St. Louis and met up with a buddy of mine who was down there. And we uh, we we saw all angles of the arch. That arch is impressive, I will say. That was my first time in St. Louis. Did a little bit of riverboating, St. Louis Cardinals action. Did a tour of the Budweiser Brewery. It was a solid Memorial Day weekend. You know, I've been to the Arch once. We were driving from New Jersey to my dad's friend's place in Kansas, and we stopped at the Arch. And uh, I, I do remember it was being big. I was also like maybe nine at the time. But uh, yeah, Arch was pretty cool. Uh, Kirsten, have you seen the Arch before? I have. I drove past it one time when I was moving from Knoxville, Tennessee to Denver, Colorado. And, oh, yeah. uh, and that's about it. I just saw it from the highway. But yeah, uh, yeah only time. No, yeah. Uh, Memorial Day was good here in Tulsa, too. Uh, it wasn't too cold last year. It was 60s and raining. And this year it was about 87 degrees and sunny. So I took the kids and we hit up the pool and uh, and it was fun. We had a good time. So no complaints. Cool. Yeah, you know, it's kind of the same for us here in Jersey, and uh, that's going to segue into our uh, podcast guest here, JMJ Missions, based in Jersey. Last year's Memorial Day weekend was almost horrible. The only thing that saved it was Monday, which was about sunny and 70, but from Friday night until Sunday night, it was rainy, it was windy, there was coastal flooding, I think there were even power outages. It didn't stop people from going to the shore, though. Uh, there was still a ton of people there, and it was no different uh, this weekend. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to toss it over to Anthony McCulloch real quick. He is with JMJ Missions, but he actually also graduated with me from Rutgers. So, uh, Anthony, you remember uh, last Memorial Day weekend weather-wise? So you know, it's funny you were just mentioning that, Joe. I was going to ask you if you knew that from memory or if you had to look that up, because I have no recollection of last Memorial Day. Then again, I don't know what I ate for breakfast. So, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I vividly remember it because it was just that awful. In fact, at Atlantic Sea or National Airport, I'm going a little in the weeds with this, but just follow with me. It was actually the coldest Saturday and Sunday stretch between Memorial Day weekend to Labor Day weekend and it's recorded history. And that goes wow. back to 1947. So, uh, yeah, it was uh, it, it was not nice. But uh, I do want to welcome on our podcast guests here. We have Anthony McCulloch and Dan Palmieri, part of JMJ Missions, um, which is based also in South Jersey. For, so for all the uh, Press of AC listeners, uh, they're over on the other side of South Jersey, over towards uh, the better side. Uh, maybe we'll talk about that later. But uh you know, they're a Catholic evangelistic uh, filmmaking and speaking group here, and they're here to talk to us about biblical weather. This is going to be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to this. Uh, I, I know our crew is looking forward to this, but just want to uh, welcome you guys on. Uh, floor is yours for a minute or two. Tell us about um, when you guys started, uh, what you guys are doing, and where did the names J and J come from? Because I don't see a J and M or a J in your name, except for you, Anthony. Yeah, that's that's funny. You know, a lot of people thought that it stood for our initials. Like we got some hate comments on YouTube saying don't name ministries after your initials. But that's not what it is. Dan, I'll let you answer this because you haven't gotten on yet. Uh, well, um, well, again, thanks, guys, so much for having us on. We're so happy to be on. 
uh, it's a pleasure to to be hearing you guys and to be, to join you. So um, JMJ came from uh, the initials uh, for Jesus, Mary, and Joseph, Holy Family. And again, we've gotten a lot of hate. People saying, you know, you shouldn't be, you know, naming yourself, you know, naming ministries after yourself. That's ridiculous. You're full of yourselves. We're like, it's not our initials, dude. It's just, it's like you know, kind of what we what we're all into. Uh, so that's how that came about. Um, we actually got the idea from a very famous Catholic bishop who was on like AB. He was like the number one show on ABC. It was a long time ago. It was like the 1950s and 60s. Um, not that that would ever happen today. <laughs> uh, but he was uh, his name was Fulton Sheen. He was like a really uh, famous um, preacher on TV. Uh, and he like reached like millions of people through Internet or not through Internet. My goodness, through uh, radio and through TV. So we're thinking, you know, why don't we try to reach as many people as we can with that positive message, encouraging message uh, using what we have today, which is so much more than in the 50s and 60s. Uh, So we kind of do things. um, Our motto is uh, by all means, you know, uh, once a lot of time, by all means necessary. And um, so we try to get out there on, um, we've been on the radio a couple of times. We've been, um, we have a podcast, YouTube channel, uh, all social media. Anthony runs the social media. You can talk about that for a second, and if you want. Yeah, sure. I mean, I, I've run the Instagram and the TikTok and the YouTube. We kind of all collaborate on, but the YouTube is like in a little bit of a hiatus right now. So, our, but our TikTok and Instagram is doing pretty well. Gotcha. You know, I, yeah, I and, love the TikToks. Oh yeah, yeah, me too. And one thing I think Dan forgot to mention is that Fulton Sheen, when he would be on TV for millions of people, he would write in the corner JMJ, and that stood for Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. So it was always in the corner of his chalkboard. And actually, Joe, I used to write it on my exams at Rutgers. I would put it in the corner up, up the <laughs> top. And then like a lot of like the Ukrainian calculus professors would like ask me what that meant. And I was like, oh, it means Jesus, Mary and Joseph. And they would just go, oh, cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah it, it might work for the uh, for the Ukrainian professors, right? That's you true. Know, yeah. The, mm-hmm. the, the, the Calc 2 professors. Yeah. Um, so, Anthony, you know, I, I want to ask you and then we're going to start. We'll, let's start diving into some of our uh, hist- uh, biblical weather events here. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you, we did graduate, you were a year older than me from Rutgers, uh, with a meteorology degree. What was your favorite moment at Rutgers besides winning the foam hockey championship with me? That's you know, Joe, that was my favorite moment at Rutgers. Was it? Okay. The, the foam, that was intense. We took that seriously. We got, I still have you the did. t-shirt. You still have the t-shirt. I don't even know. <laughs> no, I, I think I made that up, but I, I remember I, the t-shirt. Well, we have a picture. It's on, it's on, uh, it's on Facebook somewhere back in our, yeah. uh, Facebook, like 2011 albums. But, uh, but no, you know, j- just tell me about the transition from, you know, graduating with a meteorology degree and taking it over into your work now with, with JMJ. And, and I, I don't know, do you use it in any way, shape or form? Yeah. You know, to ex- you, yeah right. Yeah. To, to an extent I do. So, you know, I graduated back in 2012 and I spent a couple of years applying across the country to every state. And it wasn't until I hit Anchorage, Alaska, like I sent my application out to Anchorage, Alaska. And then when they told me no, I was like, all right, I, I have to rethink my life here. I have to kind of rethink my career. And then I kind of went in other directions. I entered the seminary for a while. I was a youth minister for a while, and, you know, because I was always into my faith at this time, like actually starting in college is when I got into my faith. So I always had that love for it. And but what I didn't realize is that while I was at Rutgers, I was practicing my camera presence and I was in front of the camera giving the forecast. I was on the radio up there a couple of times. People told me I had a good radio voice and stuff like that. So I was kind of cultivating those skills. And now I kind of utilize them in the in the means of making videos or being a speaker at a retreat, like a, a keynote speaker. So it's not exactly for the weather, but it's skills that I got because of the weather. Gotcha. Yeah. I yeah. mean, you know, the speaking skills you have, you know, in front of a camera or radio definitely translates over. So what we want to do today is a couple of different things. Uh, We're going to talk about a variety of different events. But first, and I don't know if you guys are going to do this separately or together. I want to know 
your Mount Rushmore of the top biblical weather events, either Testament, old or new. All right. That sounds good. Do you want us to do like all four or do you want to like one of Dan's, one of mine? And then. Oh, well, you know what? Why don't we why don't we do them? You can just list the four. Dan can list the four. And then I want to get into the weeds of each event and uh, and why they're so uh, so high up on you guys's list. So we'll do the quick readout first and then we'll dive into them. All right, Dan, you go first. Oh, great. Thanks. It's <laughs> <laughs> puns immediately. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, <laughs> all right. So, of course, I think everybody knows this one. and Everyone thinks about this when they think about the Bible, but the flood Noah's Ark, of course, you know, classic. Honestly, it's the thing that fascinated me about that. I mean, there's all kinds of like theological things and reasons why that happened and that you can go into metaphors behind it. But the interesting thing that fascinated me was that I found in every almost uh, every ancient religion or at least major religion, there is like an old flood story. Um, Hmm. And as far as I know now, I am the only non meteorologist here. So I feel (laughs) very, very unqualified to be speaking about weather events in a non spiritual way. But you know, my dad's really into it. So I guess maybe just maybe I absorbed a little bit of knowledge from osmosis from him or something, but or from Anthony. Uh, but uh, the interesting thing about that is I actually found out as well that there have been um, apparently rec- uh, not records, I, I would guess, but uh, evidence of an ancient flood in the Middle Eastern area of the world, uh, which to somebody writing back then, like 3000 years ago, would have seemed like the entire world to them. So I found that to be really cool. Uh, so I, I think say that was probably number one. Number two, one thing that people tend to forget about is when Jesus was crucified, jumping to the New Testament, there was a huge earthquake at the moment he died. It said the the, uh, sun got dark, well, the sun didn't get dark, the sky got dark. Um, There was thunder, there was all kinds of um, commotion, and then there's a gigantic earthquake. And then it says the veil in the temple of Jerusalem split into two, which symbolizes like the separation between God and people is done. Because Jesus has like, you know, bridged that gap, which is pretty cool. Um, so that was really interesting. Kind of spooky too. Oh man, number three. Oh, I would say Jesus um, sleeping in the boat with his apostles. And there's a huge storm. And uh, oh my gosh, you read that story. It's, it's, it's kind of another kind of spooky one. Uh, I believe it's at night. There's a gigantic storm. The apostles are in a boat with Jesus. They think they're all going to die. And they're like, dude, you got to you got to get Jesus. Like, he's got to save us. And they find out that he's just sleeping in the bottom of the boat, just like taking a nap. Kind of boss, if you ask me. Um, I don't know. Just yeah. to show how much faith he's got, uh, I guess, in God the Father. And so you um, keep reading and like they wake him up and he's like almost annoyed <laughs> that they woke him up. Like I was trying to take a nap here. And they're like, yeah, we're going to die. And he's like, uh, all right, you need to have more faith. And he immediately calms the storm. So that's a pretty neat one, too. And number four, a little after Jesus, the apostle Paul is out spreading the message of Jesus in the book of Acts, and he's on a ship. And uh, he gets this weird feeling from God saying uh, this ship is about to go down because he just kind of boarded as a um, servant on the ship uh, in the Mediterranean. And he gets a feeling this ship is about to go down because people have committed lots of sins on this boat. And he says to like the first mate, he's like, this ship's going to go down. You better be careful. And it says the first mate just straight up ignored him. It was just like, whatever, man, I don't really care. And was paying more attention to the captain and just kind of getting in good with the captain and impressing him. And then all of a sudden this gigantic storm comes another huge tempest and they're about to die. And it's lasting for like over a day. And the whole, the whole crew is petrified and unloading all the cargo. And then Paul says, you know what? It's fine. I got this. And he prays really hard. And then he abandons the ship 
and uh, then uh, the ship does not. I believe they all their lives are all spared. I can't remember if they if the ship sinks or not, but their lives are all spared because of his prayers. And people don't usually know about that storm in the Mediterranean um, that is mentioned. That's probably my four. I think almost all of them have to do with water. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. So, that, yeah. That's why. So we have one Old Testament and three New Testament ones uh, in, in that one here. Oh, good Here's catch my... there, Joe. Oh, th- thank you. <laughs> you know, uh, so Matt and uh, Kirsten, here's my question. Do we want to count the earthquake as a weather event? Well, it is a natural disaster. Okay. Uh, and apparently there was, I mean, there was a darkening of the sky, correct? That was part of it. So it wasn't just that the ground was shaking, but the sky changed as well. If there's anything involving the sky, if that was a part of it, then I think it counts. All right, we're, we're counting. I agree, Matt. There we go. Okay. All right. <laughs> Kirsten's nodding on the Zoom. It looks like we're on board here. We're going to take a little bit of a break here, and then we'll come back. We'll hear Anthony's top four. Then we're going to dive into some other topics here. So you guys are listening to the Across the Sky podcast. We are back with the Across the Sky podcast brought to you by Lee Enterprises. Heard all across the country, we have meteorologist Matt Hollander in the Midwest, meteorologist Kirsten Lang in Tulsa. I am here in Atlantic City. Sean Sublet has not joined us yet. He's going to try to join us here at the end. Well, I'm having a good time at least. I think we all are uh, talking about uh, biblical weather here. So we have Anthony McCulloch, Dan Palmieri from JMJ Missions based here in Jersey. Uh, We're doing Mount Rushmore's of top biblical weather events. So Dan had one Old Testament, three New Testaments. We'll see if Anthony has the same blend. Anthony, all you, my man. All right. Well, first, I want to say, Dan, that was a good four. I never even knew the story of Paul with the ship. That that never, never heard that before in my life. So that was awesome. But my top four, it's funny. I actually wrote five because I knew that Dan was probably going to write Noah's Ark. But we can have the same one if you want. So, but I crossed it off. So okay, all right, are, all right. So I crossed well, it. Off. I, I, I thought beat it was him, like, to, beat him to it fair and square. That's uh, yeah, true. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's too mainstream. I think no that, pun intended. I, I understand. You're like a hipster. You're like, exactly. Yeah, you know me well. All right. So my number one is I don't know if you guys know the story of Job, but Job was this dude who had everything. You know, he had a big family, he had a lot of cattle, and he was very close to God. And you know, um, Satan goes up to God and says, "You know, your servant Job is only good because he has everything." So God's like, this is a good point. So God allows Satan to kind of inflict suffering on him and he loses everything. But the way that he lost everything was through a couple of weather events. So he had a bunch of sheep, all kinds of animals out there on the farm and just lightning just took him out. Like there was just a bunch of lightning strikes, just zapped all of his sheep and his sheep were dead. And then he saw his family, but God sent like a huge windstorm. And I think it says in scripture that it like I forget what word it uses, but it basically hit all four corners of the house at the same time. And the house collapsed on itself while his family was eating dinner while he was outside. So like in a matter of a day or something like that, he lost his all of his animals and his family. And it was due to weather. But there, this is deeper, too, because he still praises God. He grapples with God. So it's not just all like a doom and gloom story. It's a pretty cool story. Uh, my number two is the 10 plagues. But the one plague that I chose was hail, which I thought was pretty cool because that's there's locusts in there. There's like the river turning into blood. But I thought hail was the coolest because whenever it hails here, I just get excited. It's very rare. It's probably like maybe once every three years. <laughs> I was going to say, it doesn't happen too often in, yeah. uh, for us. Matt and Kirsten have different stories. but That's uh, true. You guys probably get some some really big hail. Yeah. We get like little like pea-sized hail. Piece- and, Although yeah. we did actually have an inch and a half-sized hail somewhere in South Jersey this month. But that's that's, that's This month? I, I uh, missed yeah, that. Yeah, it was this yeah. month. It, um, geez, I can't remember exactly where, but anyway, God. Yeah, I, I missed it's that. Day, so I, <laughs> I thought the hail was awesome. And then I, I would listen to some of your podcasts earlier. And I think there's someone on your team that studies how people react to weather. 
Yeah. So is that yeah. true? Yeah. Yeah. We so did that as one of our podcast um, episodes. Um, I believe it was two back. Yeah. 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 And I, the reason I bring that up is because, you know, like Moses warned them. They're like, it's going to hail. And they're like, yeah, whatever. And then boom, it hailed. And the, everyone who was outside in the hailstorm died. Uh, so the next one, my number three is Pentecost. So at Pentecost, there were, that's when, you know, Jesus ascended into heaven on Ascension Thursday. He says that his advocate is going to come soon. So he's going to send his advocate. Of course, that's the Holy Spirit. So the apostles had to wait 10 days. 10 days go by. They're waiting in the upper room of the building. And then the Holy Spirit makes its presence known through a strong driving wind. So I don't know, I don't know if you know that feeling like when the windows are open in the house and there's just a huge gust of wind and like there's papers going all over the place. That's kind of what the apostles experienced. So the strong wind came in and also they got the gift of tongues of fire that kind of went over their heads. So I don't know if you want to count that as weather, but that, that's pretty cool. Tongues of fire. Yeah. 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 That's fine. And then number four, my last one. I have a classic Moses parting the red, the red sea. Oh, when during his exodus from Egypt and that one's self-explanatory. That is, well, I mean, hold on there. Hold on there. Is that a weather <laughs> event or is that Moses but, is doing some pretty cool stuff? See, I was, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll let the point. meteorologist answer, but before they, I'll, <laughs> I was thinking that, but then I was thinking of like hurricanes because the hurricanes, they, you know, we have to take into account the ocean temperature. Mm. So that's not, I know this wasn't a hurricane, but that's just the, that's my weak attempt. <laughs> but I'd like to see what the meteorologists think about that. I mean, my <laughs> thought is, I don't know if I can name four off the top of my head, so I'll let it count. Although I, 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 it's similar to the earthquake. You know, the earthquake did have the darkening sky to go with it. You know, I, I like you, Anthony, so I'll, I'll let it slide. How about that? <laughs> I appreciate it, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> I see a storm surge angle there. I mean, when, of course, the sea was parted, but then it came crashing down. And there was oh, this massive go, surge of water, storm surge. <laughs> yeah. Matt also maybe the talk day. about tsunami, you know, tsunami, <laughs> another natural disaster. So it passes for me. That's a thinking man right there. <laughs> I like Matt's angle. I think it's a good angle. I think uh, the storm surge thing, it works. I say we'll check it off. All right. We'll check it off. So, uh, Anthony, what do we have? We have three Old Testament, one new. Is that what we have? Exactly. Which was the opposite wow. of Dan, I think. All right. We're going to have to put this up for a vote. Maybe maybe we'll do a Twitter <laughs> poll or something. Which one do we like better, Anthony's or Dan's? <laughs> uh, but that was awesome, guys. That that was great. I appreciate you guys digging into this. I mean, you know, weather's all around us, right? So Bible's included in that. Exactly. It was so, an excellent topic idea out of you, too. Everybody has great ideas. This is just <laughs> one of my great ideas. Um, <laughs> but uh, so I, I had a couple that I wanted to toss your way, and they all have to relate with revelation because i'm thinking you know there's a lot of uh what's the word i'm looking for like apocalyptic kind of stuff that happens here so you know there's two um uh verses that i thought were um applicable here one was revelation um uh 16 and then um verses eight and nine and it's a little long so i'll kind of paraphrase here and pick out some points but the fourth angel poured out his bowl on the sun and it was allowed to scorch people with fire they were scorched by the fierce heat and they cursed the name of God who had power over these plagues. So I'm thinking like the ozone, you know, the ozone layer kind of going away, burns people up. That was that was one I had. And then the other one I had uh, also uh, in Revelation, and we talked about hail, 16 uh, verse 21 here, and great hailstones, about 100 pounds each fell from heaven onto people and they <laughs> cursed God for the plague of hail because the plague was so severe. How about a hundred pound hailstone? <laughs> that is bigger than New Jersey hail for sure. That is definitely big. That might be Oklahoma <laughs> hail. Is that what they get out in Tulsa, out there in Tulsa, Kirsten? 
you know, it's close. It's close, but but not quite. <laughs> okay. All right. So the, the, those are just my uh, uh, two cents. I don't know if you guys have any reaction towards that, but that was uh, that that was what I had in mind as I was researching. I, those are good. I, I like Revelation. I don't understand it very well, but I think those are two great choices. Gotcha. It, it's mm -hmm. funny. If Anthony did understand it, he'd be like pretty much telling everybody he's Jesus himself. <laughs> it's <laughs> funny because the like a lot of theologians will say that like we don't even know what revelation means and we won't know until it starts to happen you know fully we have bits and pieces of what it means but very interesting uh, i actually had a question for you guys Ooh. um that i want to throw back at you okay the idea of a gigantic flood or maybe a hurricane that's strong enough to whip the sea up into a frenzy are these possible events like theoretically speaking uh in a meteorolo meteorological sense if i'm saying that correctly you got it or, okay or do we have to chalk it up as just a straight miracle i'll turn it over to Ben kirsten on that one i think absolutely i mean the uh, it's a, it's always interesting to me to hear you know these people talking about all these stormy conditions back thousands of years ago i mean people have been dealing with severe weather for years clearly these things would not be discussed hail and floods and storms and lightning if they hadn't been around and people were dealing with these things too. So absolutely. I mean, hurricanes have been around as long as, as, as people have been around, you know, they're just, it's so it, I think that's what a lot of these, you know, storms were, you know, with these stories relating to these storms is talking about is they're probably encountering hurricanes or at least some strong thunderstorms. Sometimes you can have just severe thunderstorms out at sea as well, not just over land. So that could be also the two. It may have not necessarily been a hurricane or a tropical storm, but sometimes thunderstorms themselves just develop out at sea and if it's, or just offshore. And so people could have accidentally, especially when they didn't have the kind of forecast we did today, weather just occurred, you know? And so I think people probably ended up in more dangerous situations more often than not because they didn't know the forecast. And so absolutely, I think there's absolutely a basis for all these stories that severe weather has been around as long as people have been around. And then severe weather, you know, continues. And you look at some of these events that take place now and you think these, this has just got to be God's way of testing us. I mean, look at some of these massive tornadoes that come through like uh, in Joplin or in Moore. And it just, it, it's, it's one of those things where it just puts people through a test, you know, it, it takes out entire towns and, and it'll just level them. And it, that's almost when you hear about those types of things, it can almost seem similar to the things that you hear about in the Bible, where it's just something you can't even imagine. And the people that it, I, I didn't go out, I've never, I, I was never out there in those areas when those happened, but I've talked to people that did cover those. And they said that it's just something unlike you've ever seen before. Um, and you have to imagine that, you know, that's just it's something that's been going on throughout the history of time, including, uh, you know, in biblical times. And they probably would would, um, you know, they'd probably say the same thing about some of those events that, that took place and, and were documented in the Bible, too. You know, I'm thinking about the Red Sea, you know, what could happen. It's kind of like a blowout tide, you know, where like the wind like is so like it's coming from like the east on the Atlantic and then whips around to the west and it pushes it back. I bet you you could probably get some kind of blowout tide-ish situation. It would have to be pretty severe and for a long time. But I don't know if you get, yeah, I don't know, 40 mile an hour offshore winds for a couple of days might start really lowering the sea. What do you think, Anthony? I think it's possible. Uh, I agree. I, I definitely because even when it says the sea parted, it said there was a strong east wind. Like it's specifically. Oh, there we go. Yeah. So, yeah. I think it's all in the realm of possibility. Yeah. All right. Um, so, you know, Kirsten, uh, she was telling us during the break that uh, uh, her family was really uh, interested in this podcast so much so that they actually had some questions for you guys. So we're going to make it the uh, we're going to turn it over to the uh, Lang show here for the uh, <laughs> next couple of minutes and see what's going on over there. 
Yeah, the Lang Gang. That's our that's our text string, by the way. Is the oh, Lang sorry. Gang. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> no. You know, they just I I put the question out to them. I I um I uh, asked them about it and if they had any questions, and and a lot of them have basically said the things that we've that we've gone over. You know, there were droughts, there were floods. The hail, that was one of them on here too. So we've covered a lot of them, to be honest with you. The whirlwind, which I'm assuming perhaps they were talking about the house uh, in that situation, rain, flooding, uh, and then the plagues, uh, you know, that we that uh, that Anthony mentioned earlier, uh, locusts, uh, not sure that locusts are really a weather event, but uh, but locusts and uh, and then the Nile turning turning blood red. So a lot of the things that they brought up and that they asked, I think we've uh, we've kind of talked about too. But yeah, it was it's it's really an interesting topic, and uh, and I think uh, you know, like I said earlier, my family was just really uh, kind of excited about uh, about the fact that we were covering this, and I'm sure a lot of them will probably go back and listen to it whenever it comes out. Shout out to Lang Gang for listening here. Whenever you guys <laughs> yeah. are listening. You know, another yeah, story yeah. that that uh, that stands out to me is uh, Jonah and the whale. Now, I think it kind of gets overshadowed by the fact that the guy gets swallowed by a whale. But at the beginning <laughs> of the story, the reason why he wound up and got swallowed by the whale was because of a storm. And in order to stop the storm, he basically had to be thrown overboard to save the other sailors on the ship. So that's another story with a little bit of a weather angle in there. You know, and that's kind of one of the more more famous stories. I think kind of getting overshadowed by the, the whale part because that's a... <laughs> <laughs> that's right. kind of a big element, but there was a storm involved with that story too. So, you know, this is, this has kind of opened my mind too. It's like, wow, there was a lot of weather in the Bible. At first I was like, what weather in the Bible? And it's like, oh yeah, there was a lot of storms and hail and maybe a tornado in the Bible. So yeah, this is, this has just been real interesting to, you know, just kind of think about, you know, how the, the, the weather has been impacted people for so long and you know, it's been part of our, our, our history. You know, even our you know most quintessential books, you know, the Bible is is filled with weather. Anthony and Dan, any uh, final thoughts here before we uh, wrap it on up? I, I I had a lot of fun with this one. One thing I thought was cool that I think we mentioned this uh, a second ago is that Jesus kind of does talk about meteorologists, and you know, he says like, you know, you guys can look over and see a dark cloud, and you know that it's going to rain. And he was like, that's great, but he was kind of getting at like I think it was the Pharisees, and he was saying with like you can kinda, he didn't say that some kind of paraphrasing. He was like, you can gauge the temperature but you don't really know the temperature of your own soul. So he was kind of saying like, it's good to know all these things. And he was like, but we got to be aware of like the sign of the times and what's happening within us as well. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. I, uh, that's, that's a good point. It's uh, not on the outside. What counts it's what's on the inside that counts as well. Yep. You know, what's um, interesting about that is uh, I was actually reading that today, just in preparation for this podcast. And he says, when you see a sky, that's uh, when a, a red sky at night, you say, Oh, it'll be a really nice day tomorrow. And then when you say you see a red sky in the morning, you say, oh, my gosh, we're in for some bad weather. And I thought that was funny because my grandpa used to, all, used to always say that old like adage, you know, red sky at night, sailors delight, red sky and morn, sailors be worn. I was like, oh, my gosh, Jesus says the exact same thing as him. So he's got that little that like wit and wisdom coming from him. I mean, why wouldn't he? But I uh, just thought that was really neat uh, that he, he put that in there. So, I mean, it's cool that you can. And, and as Matt was saying, you look at the weather, you look at what's going on around, you can kind of gauge what's happening in the world and it's amazing how far we've come with the technology the stuff you guys are saying how well you guys understand it i'm so impressed you know um and i can only imagine how difficult it would have been as matt was saying for somebody three thousand years ago who had no idea a storm was coming how the heck they were going to interpret that and and understand that and how they're going to deal with that just man it's like a whole new monster so just very interesting stuff is cool to learn about these things 
that's the thing, you know, as scary as weather is today, I mean, how terrifying must have been for people in the past when they didn't have these long range forecasts talking about the potential for thunderstorms and the potential for severe storms or when a hurricane was coming and then to have suddenly a go from a nice day to these terrible conditions. I mean, it must have been terrifying. And then you can see how there would be a biblical reference like they were being punished somehow and that God must be involved, you know, before there was a greater understanding of the science behind all of this. I mean, it, it must have been absolutely terrifying when there were thunderstorms in the past, just because it was coming. You didn't you, nowadays we're, we're prepared for it. And it can still be scary if you're in the middle of a severe thunderstorm. But when it happens unexpectedly, when you're not prepared for it, I mean, I can imagine why people would would be writing about it afterwards, because it must have been uh, a horrifying experience for them. Yeah, you know, Matt, that's a great point, because, you know, when we're in a thunderstorm, I like I like to whip out the radar and I take a look at the DVZ. So if like I can see <laughs> if there's any dark oranges or, or reds coming my way and I can expect it like, oh, this must be like the dark red. But if I didn't have that, I mean, I would you don't know when it's going to stop. So I, that's a good point. You think Moses would have had radar scope? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe sonar. The sonar. Yeah, there you go. Sonar. You know, I'll just say too one more thing before we go, you know, with the uh, the apostles, right? You had Andrew, Peter, James and John. They were all fishermen. So th they were pretty in tune with the weather as well. Right. They had to be. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, guys, th this was a lot of fun. I'm glad we could hop on. And I, I know it was kind of short notice, too. So I appreciate you guys uh, hopping on as quick as you could here. But uh, JMJ Missions, that's uh, th that's the name of the group here. They're based in New Jersey, but uh, you can definitely check out their podcast. How often does your podcast come out, uh, guys? Twice a month. So bi-weekly. Yep. Okay. Mm -hmm. So we got bi-weekly podcasts. You can find that wherever you get your pods. They're also on uh, TikTok and Instagram. I think it's just that JMJ Missions, right, yep. guys? Mm -hmm. yeah, exactly. JMJ and uh, Anthony, Dan, uh, you know, big fan of the pod. So it's, it's great to have you guys on here and uh, we appreciate the time. Yeah. Thanks so much, Joe. This was awesome. It was a lot of fun. And Matt and Kirsten, it was nice meeting you guys too. Hey, oh, likewise. Thanks, it was very guys. interesting. Yeah. Thanks guys. Great meeting you and awesome to be on here. We're going to uh, take a quick break. We'll come back, we'll recap and uh, we'll send you guys on out of here. This is the Across the Sky podcast. Joe Martucci here, uh, everybody. And uh, that was fun. That was different. That was fun. When we were looking for a uh, podcast topic, uh, I, I thought of Anthony because him and I actually spoke on the phone a couple of weeks ago. And I was like, hey, you know, I think we might have something here. So they were really willing to jump on and uh, chat with us there. So you guys have to let us know. Do you like Dan's? He had one in the Old Testament, three in the New Testament. Or did you like Anthony's better, which was the complete opposite? Three in the Old Testament, one in the New Testament. Matt, Kirsten, what did you guys think? I think I've got to go with Dan's just because he has the the most epic weather story of all time, the global FUD with Noah. And I think, well, you know, the problem was Anthony was going to go with that one, too, because that is just such... I mean, that if there's one weather event that comes to mind when you think of the Bible, it is absolutely that. So I have to give a little bit of an edge to Dan just because he has the big flood, Noah's flood in there, because that is that is the ultimate weather story. See, and I'm going to go I'm going to go with Anthony because he kind of pulled some stuff out that we hadn't heard of. Right. Or, or that uh, I hadn't heard of. Not I mean, true. you know, there may be a lot of people that had but or that have. But, uh, you know, the 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 hail and, and the house and the wind from all four directions, you know, all very, very neat and kind of unique stories. So but they were all good all around. Yeah, I mean, you know, th this was really Anthony's time to shine. I mean, it's combining his two passions into one podcast. So he really dug deep there, you know, but uh, <laughs> but they're both great. You know, uh, Dan's actually a really good speaker uh, from what I've heard and, uh, you know, what I've heard and saw and everything. And Anthony, of course, I've known Anthony since 
2011, I think. So, uh, so we go back a while. So it, it was cool. It was cool. And uh, I hope you guys liked it. Obviously something different here, uh, but that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to do some different things. So if you guys have podcast topics, you can uh, find any of us on social. If you just type in our names and weather, I'm sure you'll find us somewhere on the internet in some way, shape or form. Um, yeah. I'm otherwise, all, oh, yeah. All, all listener ideas. Yeah. Anybody who's once, is there, there's a topic that you would like to hear discussed on the show. We're open to it. Clearly. We might have to do like maybe some voicemails. Maybe we'll do voicemails one day. Mm-hmm. Get people calling in. Yeah, it's an option. It's an option. I like it. Yeah, it's an option. We'll see what happens. Um, all right. So we're going to wrap it on up here. Um, hope you guys are enjoying. We're going to have a, uh, uh, I believe it is a to-be-determined guest for our June 13th episode. I think we're going to focus it around severe weather and tornadoes, though. Um, we actually have a pretty good June coming up because we're all... Matt, Kirsten, me, Sean, we're all going to see each other in person. And that's really where the creative <laughs> magic happens. So we're going to be in Milwaukee for the American Meteorological Society broadcast conference from the 14th to the 17th. So we're hoping to get one, maybe two, if we're really feeling it, episodes out. And uh, we'll have a lot of other meteorologists we can uh, pull on in chat. So expect some good stuff from us as we go into uh, June. Any, uh, any final words, uh, Kirsten, before we wrap up? You know, I, I, I think we've said it, but I, I it was, it was a cool topic. I'm glad we discussed it and uh, hopefully we get to pull some more kind of unique, uh, uh, unique topics out uh, and, and discuss those. I like it. I like where it's going. Cool. Matt. I'm looking forward to the the conference in Milwaukee. Yeah, I think we're going to have to definitely talk about what all the great topics that are going to be discussed there. Now, we're going to be talking about what we're doing, but hearing from, I love getting a big group of meteorologists together, kind of like a big giant Zoom meeting, except in person, makes it. It, of course, even better to discuss ideas and what's going on in the meteorological community. So that's going to be a blast. Cool. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening. This is the Across the Sky podcast brought to you by Lee Enterprises, new episodes, Every Monday, you can find it wherever you get your podcast. So I am Joe Martucci. We're going to sign off here. We have Kirsten Lang and Matt as well. We'll talk to you guys next Monday, everybody. Take care. You think Moses would have had radar scope? Maybe.